tonight's episode, Triangle of Terror. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> and welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show come to you live every weeknight at midnight eastern and we talk about guns for about an hour or something like that and on each night we have a different focus different uh, plan so that we can accomplish some things with our show in our 1300 and something episode actually i think this is a round number 1360 so we've uh, been doing this for a while so each day of the week we do a different topic and on wednesday Our goal is to look back at the week, to let people know what happened, and then to share what did happen in as many places as possible. This is all made possible by our Patreons. We have a scroll at the bottom of the screen where we say thanks every time we go live to our Patreons, the 148 people that make it possible for us to do what we do. Most of them buy us a cup of coffee or uh, maybe lunch each month. That accumulates, lets us pay the mortgage, a bunch of server bills, and along with purchases over at a gear website store, allows us to focus on this stuff without uh, any kind of um, worrying about trying to have sponsors or advertising or anything like that. So with that, thanks everybody for showing up. We run this live at midnight each night. So a couple of reasons. One, we don't have to worry about anybody else trying to hork our uh, time slot. There's pretty much no competition here at night. I would like to go live all night long. That'd be awesome, right? Like the uh, Art Bell type of format where we go live for three, four hours each night. That's possible. If we had a thousand people buying us a cup of coffee, that's all it would take. So consider jumping over to Patreon or if you know a gun shop or something, tell them to jump over to Patreon. They can give us 50 bucks a month and that'd uh, help go a long way towards that goal. But otherwise, it allows us to do this show uh, for the people who are up at night doing all the stuff that needs to get done every single night, even on Friday nights when everybody else is out farting around. So uh, we appreciate uh, having this ability to do this in the middle of the night. It's also super hot here in Arizona, so works out well for the uh, bills because I don't have to run an air conditioner all day. So with that, uh, we're going to look back at the week and all the stuff that's going on with a focus on the Second Amendment and not focused on news of the day or whatever the winds got blowing for that reason or for a couple of reasons one so we can share the people who are doing the valid stuff and so that we can keep uh, focus on the long term on the big picture on the uh, bird's eye view right so uh, we're going to have a whole bunch of stuff listed in the description of this video here on youtube And that's the information that we send out to 
let's try to even remember where all this goes. So as far as the uh, description there, that goes out on Minds, which is a social platform for the transfer of information, communities, that kind of thing. Locals, something very similar. Parler, which is more of just a regular social media, media for uh, communication. Getter, another one very similar to that one. MeWe, which was technically built on the same software that Gun Channels used to be built on. Uh, and then we do have it on Substack. So we have it on a bunch of the different, a variety of social platforms as the written word. And then it'll get streamed out right now on regular YouTube, the other channel on YouTube, and the Twitch, which is where the little kids play their video games. So that gives us a backup and it gives us a different audience over there. A couple of the kids that play video games pay attention to guns. So this gives them some uh, focus on more than just the uh, guns in their video games if they're interested. Once it's all done, we take the video and we post it on places like guntube.org, which is a valid gun-focused video hosting platform by shooters for shooters. GunStreamer, something very similar that's been around almost as long. UTG Tube, uh, firearms focused, but more of a free speech platform for video hosting out of Utah. And we'll take the live stream and put it on, or not the live stream, but the video when it's over and put it on those platforms as well as Utreon, Odyssey. Not too often on Odyssey, you have to have points over there and I never get enough points. Uh, Rumble though. And then, like I say, it's already over on Twitch. So we do put it out as a video on quite a few platforms. But then, guess what? We take the audio from this and we put it out as a podcast on all the different podcast ones that are any good, which are iTunes, I guess, iHeartRadio, uh, Podbean, and Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Uh, some of those get kind of distributed through Podbean, and some of them get distributed out ourselves. So during the weekend, when we're listening to Gizzard's show, Gizzard is Gary Gizzard is a guy that does, or Gizzard Gary is a guy that does a live, long format conversation, hosts a live conversation each Friday night and Sunday morning. That's when I get a lot of this effort done. I'll listen to his show or participate in his show, and at the same time, I'm over here clicking and doing all the stuff I just mentioned there. The goal, though, is to take all the stuff we're about to go over here for the next hour or so and get that out on as many platforms as possible. So it's a task. It's not a pleasure. It's kind of a pain in the butt. But no one else is really doing that. Everybody else is, for the most part, pushing out their own thing, which is valid and fine. But what we're trying to do is get valid information out there to whoever might find it or come across it or follow it. There are quite a few people that follow it. I guess I should mention this goes out as a newsletter as well. So a couple of hundred, maybe a thousand people will watch this thing or pay attention to this thing in the next week or so. And what we're trying to do here, what we're trying to accomplish is a uh, an effort to get the information across without a, a focus on the hype or um, the tetherball back and forth game. All right, with all that said, we have a poll going for the people that do watch this live uh, over on the YouTube here. It says, how was this week for 2A? Was it a great week? Was it a good week? Was it an okay week or a bad week? So far, most of the votes are for good week, but one vote it looks like for great week. So that'll be going for a while here. We'll dig in. Here's the deal. I do not like looking at the description in the YouTube video because they don't give us any 
ability to do any kind of formatting or add pictures or anything. So it's boring. It's really bland, boring. Uh, so we're going to jump over to our Patreon host. I call it the blog because I can do all the stuff I just said. We can make it look cool and there's pictures and stuff over here. So it's a lot more interesting to look at as we scroll through. And the other issue is I can only put 5,000 characters in the YouTube description and I almost always eat all that up. So the Patreon, you know, different kind of platform, it allows us to put as many characters as I want in there. So no limit, which means we got some bonus material at the bottom of Patreon uh, blog and on the bottom of Substack and on the places that don't care about, uh, they don't give us a limit. So uh, you'll get some bonus footage over on Patreon. Well, because it's not intentionally, but because YouTube's a big jerk, really. But before we get too far into this, I wanted to mention, thanks to the people who might have found us from Instagram, we also posted a free Patch Friday bonus giveaway deal over on Instagram. So on Fridays at our gear website store, we have free Patch Friday. We usually post about it wherever we can to let remind people and to give people inspiration to run over to the store and grab something. We've got books, we've got posters, we've got uh, patch panel. Well, I guess we're technically out of patch panels right now, but we've got quite a few different products over there. Some merchandise type of stuff, mostly logos that might be gun related, might not. And they're there to give you that opportunity to have a conversation about guns with somebody. So if you want to grab something from our store, we do appreciate it. And on Fridays, we have free patch Friday. So over at the uh, Instagram today, we threw a special deal out there, which is for everybody that grabs something today at free for Pre-Patch Friday, you'll uh, be able to grab, or you'll be in the running, I guess, for a random patch set. So grab a bunch of patches, and they seem to be in different colors, so I assorted them by colors. We've got a tan set here, which has an americansnipers.org patch that might be hard to get. I don't know. I got that a long time ago. Uh, one of our Arizona state shapes that has the Arizona flag in it, but in a tan color set. And then a Wolverine squared. That's our Wolverine holding a Wolverine, uh, doing the Wolverine thing. We've got the red set, which is a Virginia Citizens Defense League patch, which does not come with Velcro on it. I believe I had to sew the Velcro on that. So kind of a bonus one. You don't get those from, you get them naked from them. You have to sew the Velcro on. We got one from Long Island, Search and Rescue that I uh, got somewhere and has a dog paw on it. And then we've got a Battle Buddy 3 gun uh, patch in the background there. We've got a green set, which has the green version of that Arizona state shape with the flag in it. That's one of our patches, one of our Hungarian spam cans, and one of our friends, wheeled and well-armed, gave us some of his patches, and we got one of his green ones in there. Then there's a blue set. What? I thought we were over. Nope, we have one more, a blue set which is a 2A4E, one of Tony Simon's big logo patches in the red, white, and blue. We've got a uh, um, stripper clip, the blue one, which has the glow-in-the-dark clip on it, and then the uh, chairs against the wall. What are you talking about? There's this Daily Gun Show patch and a hug-a-fud with a bunch of pens and that notebook in the middle. Well, well, well. Either somebody will get that as a second place prize or that'll just be included in the patch set that they grab, depending on how it goes down tonight. We'll see how it works. So you're all invited to buy things off of our gear website store and we appreciate that. And you'll get a special bonus tonight of being able to grab special patches, patch sets actually. All right, now with no further ado, I think I'm gonna 
do something because can you hear this cricket trying to kill me behind here? I'm going to close the door and hopefully the cricket's outside and uh, we'll get started. But I got this, this cricket's killing me. So uh, I guess we'll run a quick commercial. On Saturdays, I uh, invite Clover and Tony to uh, join us to ask gun questions. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. Well, I got it to shut up, but I don't know how long that'll last. All right, so we're going to get into it. This is an interesting week. It's August 5th. For anybody that might just be listening to this somehow without knowing what you're looking at or how you got here, I guess. Um, August 5th, I decided to put a summary of the news in here. I'm, I'm, I've kind of started doing this lately, and I think I might continue to do this. But I'm going to throw this preface in here for the show. We need to be aware of everything that's going to happen in the next few weeks. I mentioned this kind of last week and the stress levels. Uh, this is a time for your where your resolve will more than likely be tested. And I'm not going to sit here and be all touchy-feely or nothing. I'm just going to give you that realization. Put some water on your face. It's time to do the stuff that everybody talks about they're willing to do. And I don't mean the weird shit. I'm just talking about having a resolve and being... Uh, have, you know, acting, doing stuff while you're, uh, while it seems like you're just one of many people complaining. Uh, this is how they get people to back down and quit because they just keep throwing stuff at you. But uh, what do they say about the storm or the, uh, so just keep in mind, they're testing our resolve and I'm not trying to give you a blow smoke or nothing, but uh, you know, when the storm's coming, you don't just lay down. You stand up and put your shoulder against the door, right? Okay, so then you got an important week squandered. We had an opportunity this week to push forward. Instead, we sat back and took a break. At least that's how I see it. So not everybody agrees with me on stuff, but uh, I think we had an opportunity this week. We continue to have an opportunity. From what I understood last week, they pushed everything over to the Senate, and they had just a few days. I didn't even see every, on, on any reporting on that at all anything i obviously i don't watch everything that's out there i saw nothing and nothing incur hardly anything encouraged people to call and make a noise about this it was as if we got salt on our tail and we all just sat down waited for our punishment messed up i think we lose a lot of opportunity i think this week was squandered however a lot of stuff happened and i don't want to say that everything this week was bad for sure so here's an extract. I went back and looked at an extract of everything that happened this week. We've got Every Second Matters. I think we had a pretty decent Every Second Matters. We didn't have as much participation as in the past. Our where our chat had some pretty decent guests on, and we had some good conversations in the show. Ghost had a show, and that kind of focused on Every Second Matters stuff for a bit. Uh, Artac posted something. Barbecue posted something, so uh, I might have missed some things. I think there was a couple of uh, Instagram posts, and you know, it wasn't overwhelming, but it wasn't a void. And 
Every Second Matters is designed to be picked up and used when necessary and then put back, right? Like a fire extinguisher or some sort of flashlight, emergency flashlight or some kind of e-tool, right? So pay attention to who's using it and who's not, right? Who's, who's focusing on it and when and, and when it's comfortable who shows up and when it's not comfortable who shows up. Uh, it's like the volunteer fire department. Everybody's a big fan of it. When there's a fire, look who runs to the fire department to put on gear and get going. And look who looks at the fire department and waits to see who shit runs at it, right? Maybe that's the way to say it. Then we got Rebecca Schmoy winning the primary in uh, her Kansas House race. So that's just the primary, but it is the first step of uh one of the modern Second Amendment activists. Uh, she's been with One Million Moms Against Gun Control since 2012, a reaction to the Bloomberg fake grassroots organization, except a real grassroots uh, kind of competitive, compet uh, what's the word, like opposite to that, uh, challenge to that narrative. I guess that's the way to say it. So uh, it's great to see that we've got people on our side who are willing to step up. And as you might expect, it's a girl taking the lead. Uh, let's see, Barbecue says, called my senators live on Wednesday's afternoon show. Yeah, I remember. Here's what I heard though, just FYI. You went, please don't vote yes. That's how I heard it. Just FYI. I know that you clarified it when you said the rest of it, but I thought that was fine. At first I was like, oh, he's kidding. I'm like, oh no, that's the way he said it. Uh, I even ordered during Gizzard show. Oh, wait, hold on. So you did order something? So my phone isn't giving me my noises. All right, I'm blaming my phone for this, but let me go over to the thing while we're um, gonna stop live because Barbecue City did order something over at the store. So I'm just gonna verify. Here's the deal. There was no orders at all at the store before the show. So, in other words, barbecue is going to win everything because there's no other orders. You hear what I'm saying? Um, okay, well, I guess I can keep talking while I'm waiting for that. Oh, speaking of wheel, there he is right there. Thanks for the patches. We've got them in the uh, giveaway tonight. So, looking over there, eventually it'll show up. We do have one order. Thank you very much for that order. And might as well get your mouth watering for one of those packs because there's at this point there's no competition there's no other orders at the store uh let's see so then you for you ordered during gizzards's show then everybody knows that you get double the free patches so well done and again thank you for participating that helps kill bills which is what i'm trying to do in order to do what's next, right? We got a bunch of stuff happening here. We're going to have some elections. And if you think people are going to not ramp up when all that election um, funds come through, elections mean people are going to put election, what do they call them? Campaign ads up. Campaign ads spread into realms of the internet that normally would get unaddressed because they're looking for specific people. So they're going to throw a lot of money out there, which means you're going to see a lot of people get active who've been inactive for a while because they know when there's food in the trough. Slop in the trough is more like it. It's not really food. It's political money, so it's slop. 
All right, so then uh, it's real stuff. You know, I don't know. I saw one or two videos about this. I saw very little else. I guess maybe the writing stuff, which takes a little while to happen usually. It doesn't react. You know, it reacts. It doesn't uh, uncover. But we have the NICs requiring buyer's addresses on all denials and delayed starting September 26th. What's the repercussions of NICs requiring home addresses and a follow-up on every denial and delayed. If that's how that actually reads, why are we talking about anything else? This this leaked FBI icon sheet, I'm not going to talk about it because it's fake. What do y'all, I can't believe so many people fall for the fake stuff all the time. We've got the ATF resignation letter. I saw one or two folks talking about that that just happens to get leaked prior to everything else that's going on and in addition to everything else that's going on. So we continue to stop and look at every barking dog. We continue to be reliable mechanisms. So I'm going to encourage us to understand that things are going to get crazy and that there's going to be dogs on chains that come out and get really close and bark and we're going to smell their breath and they're going to have the little spittle touching our cheeks. And then we can continue to walk on or we can sit there and get scared or not even walk down the alley. So next up, and you're going to get bit once in a while too. Guess what? You're going to get bit once in a while. Uh, then we have Rick Ector's training event. Awesome and un, you know, awesome. And you know, what are you going to say? 11th year. Rick does an awesome job. I mean, Rick is a machine getting the information out and offering uh, awareness of his project in different ways and encouraging folks to show up. And he had a, I believe a really good event. I don't know what, what he's, he does actually post quite a few things. I was gonna say what he's not great at is archiving it, but I shouldn't say that because I don't even know everything he's doing. And I definitely have seen him archiving a lot of photographs with the different people that showed up. So he is definitely archiving it. What I guess I haven't seen is the people that attended appreciate where they were and archive it on their end. And that would have, could have really amplified the, the the situation, the event, the happening. So we need to get better at understanding our tools and understanding our opportunities. Charlie does a great job of utilizing events that bring people together to capitalize on that and get his use the opportunity to get uh, in interviews. And we need to do that with other projects, right? And more than just podcast interviews, but uh, more and more collaboration. So it's cool to see that getting such light and then how many people uh, got to experience it. And we'll see where it gets to next year. Probably like maybe double next year. Uh, let's see. Then we've got uh, Congress subpoenaed Smith & Wesson. So that's pretty interesting. Heard about that on a couple of different shows. And uh, that has to do with the industry testimonials that they required a couple of weeks back as part of the distractions and the uh, man, uh, marginalization of gun owners and this like effort to push the the window the, the what do they call that thing the uh whatever the hell window over you know they know that females and everybody else is uh gun owners now and people are gun owners for more reasons than we even realize. 
they realize it. So they're the Overton window. They're really trying hard to shove the Overton window over and uh, keep people who aren't paying attention in the dark as long as possible, as much as possible. It's not going to last very long. So it's an interesting time to be paying attention for sure. Uh, don't get mad at everybody who just stops and looks and complains about every barking dog. Just understand that they're all new to the scene. There's nobody here that's been here a while. The people that have been here a while have yet to make their noises because they'll make their noises when the politic when the political money is coming up in a few weeks, a few months. I guess it's a few weeks at this point. And then finally, that whole thing with the 3D printed frames, uh, bringing in $3,000. Uh, there's potentials here and opportunities for conversations besides just laughing at the headline and being satisfied with uh, the, good, the good feelings. Um, we complain about the other side and them being so fixated on feelings. And then when we have opportunities given to us like this, and challenges, because this is a double-edged sword right here that we just grabbed by the blade um, and stopped it from cutting our throat. But, you know, we cut our hand pretty good. We can learn from that or we can just wait till the next time they swing a sword at us. So um, this wasn't a good thing. There's a lot of people that are championing that. Uh, we could be strategic or we can continue to be observers as random happens in front of us. We don't need to be random observers. We don't have to take that that decision, make that decision. And that's what we do when we do nothing. So what I try to do in this show is get us into the other stuff that's happening out there. So the week has offered some great conversations and perspectives. So uh, I don't know what you're drinking tonight. I don't drink like booze or whatever. I'm drinking a little bit of coffee and some oat milk, I think, and then water mostly. But I'll soon run out of this and I'll have to go get more water. So whatever you're drinking tonight, I'd get some because this is an interesting week for stuff, uh, I think. All right, I mentioned it before, but I'm gonna mention it again. You're watching a YouTube video if you're sitting here live or you're listening to this in the future, but... We also post this as a uh, substack, which is kind of like a blog that gets distributed uh, by its, you know, it's kind of for nerds or whatever. Then we got a newsletter, a real newsletter that you can join for emails. So people that don't like to listen to this stuff is too late for them. Uh, this all gets emailed to them all fancy like. Uh, there's like 400 people that do that. That costs me money. So only join the newsletter if you want it. Otherwise, I pretty much kick you off of there because it costs us money. Uh, let's see. Then we've got, uh, let's dig into the show. It's episode 1,360. So I don't know how many other shows out there are more than a thousand something episodes in. They pretty much have to be a daily show to be like this. Uh, so it's a little sloppy, but at the other side of it, I don't care. I've been doing this for like five years. All right, let's dig in. Um, we've got Locked and Loaded. Still on the top of my list. They're still pretty good, although they're wavering. So they're doing good stuff, but they're getting so popular with the uh, video game stuff that they're spending most of their time on that. So we'll see. And now I'm more watching out of interest than anything else because the uh, conversations turn so much into video games and video game stuff that I don't, I can't, I don't understand them. So I'm just kind of watching that one. Uh, then we've got, uh, but it's also again. Is there anything else in the video realm? No, there's stuff that suggested it was gonna, but these are the only two that are doing it and, uh, you know, give them a chance to go, you know, get their sea legs over there. Once they get their legs and decide what they're gonna do, uh, we'll see, you know, which direction they end up 
pushing him. We've got uh, Suicide Prevention Saturday was live from Detroit this week. So Brooke not only goes live consistently to offer a focus on two out of three deaths from a firearm, which are from suicide. So we can ignore that or we can just acknowledge that or we can use that too, like as a strategy, as a way to explain why going after firearms as a piece of property is pointless if what your goal is to, is to save lives. Because if two out of three deaths are from suicide, those people have a different motive and a different set of circumstances. So if you take just one dangerous item away from them, you have not helped that person. You've only slightly potentially adjusted some statistics from the country, right? Like you, all, all you've done is change potentially the object that that person used to, to do what they want to do. So a different way to approach that would be, hey, if we really want to help stop deaths, we want to save lives, potential deaths, stop potential deaths, then let's work together and figure out ways, which have already been established, figure out ways to take the uh, understood methodologies to, to take suicide Way you know is off the table for many people, and there's ways you can do that. So, uh, and even if it's not a possible thing to accomplish, we can at least use that as a vector to have a more useful conversation with someone who's been told our property is the problem for all you know is the source of all their problems. So, Brooke isn't trying to solve it every Saturday. She offers another tool for the toolbox. And having effective and useful conversations at the individual level is what grassroots is. So that's why it's at the top of my list every week. And I applaud her consistent uh, focus on this. Now, this was so consistent and so important to her that even though she went to Rick Ector's uh, legally armed in Detroit women's training, uh, 11th annual training weekend to be an instructor and to experience it, she also still went live on the road and uh, did her her normal show. Now on this one, there's another extra one in here because she also went live as she was kind of waiting for the plane or something. So we had sort of a bonus half hour show where she just kind of offered some information about getting out of your comfort zone since she was about to get out of her comfort zone. Additionally, Brooke does another project. She's a firearms instructor and she's a Second Amendment advocate. Uh, she has been working on a project where she interviews firearms instructors. And this was number five in that series. These are less than an hour, but longer than 20 minutes. So they're medium-sized interviews where she asks basic questions and lets the firearms instructors uh, elaborate. So it's a pretty decent um, project to give people some uh, behind the scenes or just some like overview of how these instructors are and how they approach uh, what they do offer. So it's an interesting thing for someone who might be new to firearms. I always recommend taking as many classes as possible, but this is another facet of that, another way to accomplish understanding that there's there's different Firearms instructors, the same way there's different types of music, right? Like there's, there's just like there's different types of rock and roll, right? Like there's different types of firearms instructors and they're not one better than the other necessarily. They all have their focus and their skills and that kind of thing. So Brooke has done a good job of 
uh, introducing the firearms instructors with these brief, well, medium size. It's hard to say. It seems brief to me when I do three-hour videos, I guess. Um, then we get Tony, who went nuts, making a bunch of swears. Uh, I guess he uh, something got under his goat and then posted a video. And like a lot of things, people like, you know, gutter crap or whatever it's called. So even though Tony typically, I don't think he normally swears at all. Uh, I try not to swear when I'm doing anything important. And Tony's pretty much the same way. But in this particular video that was fairly short, he went on a rant. I guess it was 16 minutes. But everybody, you know, had to share that around. So it became one of his larger videos, I'm sure. And it's just unfortunate that Tony can't get credit for all the awesome stuff he does. The only time he gets the light shown at him is when he's, you know, ranting. So frustrating. And again, we can take what's given to us or we can decide to focus on people, projects, and what we value when it's important, when they need it, and not when it's handed to us or when the logarithm throws it at us. All right, next is Guns of America. I always bitch about Guns of America. In fact, I bitch about them quite a bit. But I'll also acknowledge when they do awesome stuff, they are the second largest valid gun owners rights organization. We all know there's one larger than them that will fire people if they even mention the fact that they brag about bringing in $16 million a year and don't give it back to the gun community at all. Um, but uh, Gun Owners America, you know, they, they're they doing quite a bit this week, actually. This particular one is What's-His-Face from Minuteman Moment doing a uh, look at, oh, actually, I was going to throw a link in here. I guess I can't. Well, I don't want to feel like doing it while I'm live, but uh, I was going to throw a link in here of the graphic. So they did some pretty easy to understand graphics that um, in this fairly short video that talk about why the 1994 assault weapons ban was uh, or is being referenced incorrectly or lied about or you want to say. So it's not my favorite video, but at least they're addressing it. And whenever I do the Instagram thing on Sunday, We'll be talking a lot more about Guns of America, or Gun Owners of America. They've been doing a heck of a lot more this week than they have. Maybe they watch this show and they know that I'm bitching about them when they don't do enough. Uh, let's see. Then we get uh, armed attorneys, the attorneys out of Texas that are always doing interesting stuff. They posted this thing about uh, stand your ground and how juries don't, juries don't understand stand your ground. Uh, it's pretty good. It was like a short. It was like a minute. Then we've got the Washington attorney guy. Hold on. I'm drinking coffee and I'm yawning, so that's not a good sign 35 minutes into the show. All right, so this is the attorney guy from Washington. And I think the only reason I put this one in here really is so that I could talk about how we got a lot of lawyers now. Have you noticed that? We got uh, ever since that one kid in Wisconsin and all the lawyers became famous talking about it. Uh, we got a lot of lawyers and then that brought out a lot of lawyers who are like, oh, I can make money being a lawyer in front of people. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, let me know what you think. I mean, I do like, I dig the lawyers that we've got on the scene right now, but I mean, you're not new, right? Like, you know, that the scene changes. So if they bring out other people, are those people going to be cool? Like, are they going to be as good? Uh, are they going to become bigger and change? So I'm curious to see some conversations about the lawyers. 
uh, and I'm only paying attention to a couple. There's a whole bunch that I don't pay attention to because I don't like them or whatever. So and Darth is saying never trust a lawyer. I mean, that's definitely a thing. But on the other hand, some of the cooler people I know are lawyers. And I don't know these some of these ones on the internet, but they seem like they've got some valid stuff. People seem to like them. Anyway, I'm not promoting these lawyers necessarily, but uh, it's, I guess it's better to have input from a, a company. What's on? Start yawning every five minutes. So it is, uh, I think it's better to have lawyers around offering their insight than to not have them around. I don't know. I just don't like saying that even. You know what I'm saying? Roy is saying Arm Scholar has been doing us YouTube thing or the his YouTube thing for a while now. He's good. Helps explain the weird laws. Yeah, I don't mind Armed Scholar, but the thing is, since the only arbor really talks about California, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be a dick, but I don't live in California. So I, I try to be aware of what's going on in California, but I mean, somebody tell me what's happening in Arizona. You know what I mean? We can't all be attention to everybody else's state, but at least you got them and you need them, right? We need an Armed Scholar in each state, really. Uh, barbecue is saying, I enjoy the view through the potential legal lens they bring. Is that a joke or is that for real? I think he's, I think he's being real. But no, I get you. I think I agree. And that's what I'm saying. I'm just not sure. I don't know. You know what I mean? They're lawyers. So I'm just saying we don't have to, we don't have to just take everything that's given to us. We're allowed to, you know, choose what we want from the buffet. Viva and Barnes. I have no idea what that is. Is that lawyers? The more lawyers on YouTube, the better. They help the average idiot like me understand the legal speak, says Roy. Well, I don't have a problem with that either. I just don't, you know, it's one of those things like watching a bunch of doctors. Okay, they're going to be a bunch of doctors and it's impressive or whatever. But what if they're a bunch of doctors that like you to take out your appendix and their whole like thing is to get you to take out your appendix and they're like, oh man, what a great set of fingernails you got there. Your appendix must be taken out or like, wow, look at how good your ears are. You must have your appendix out. You know, they can just subtly put stuff in there and you never know because you're not a doctor and you're like, wait a minute, it has nothing to do with that. I don't know if that was a good example or not, but here's a good example of barbecue pandering to bee lovers. And I don't know if this is a picture of DJ or what's happening here, but barbecue, who's right here actually, has uh, been putting some effort into reformatting his show that he does on Thursdays and... I guess technically Wednesdays, even though nobody's around to see that one. And then Thursdays and uh, like I say, putting some structure to it and kudos to doing it when he lost like a whole bunch of money worth of food product due to some kind of an electrical issue. So uh, appreciate that. I don't know if you got anybody else giving you that, but uh, you know, tons of people. I put one of the reasons I put that in there so I could say thanks to him for putting in the effort, but also to illustrate when we expect everything for the Second Amendment to be done by part-time people and by people doing it in their like spare time, then we our Second Amendment depends on people's spare time. So thanks to Barbecue for sticking around, but that's an illustration of a dude who's unique, of somebody who's beyond the typical. I've been around on YouTube. If we would go over to our YouTube channel, open up the link in a new window. And then if you head over to somebody's about tab, everybody's got an about tab over here. And I don't think you can even hide this. It'll say, I joined YouTube 
June 6th of 2008. I didn't really do nothing on YouTube until 2009, but I've been on YouTube since 2009 paying attention. And you know how many people come and go? Man, I just wish I had a penny for everybody that's come and go. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have no NFA. If I had a penny for everybody that came and went on YouTube since 2009, we wouldn't have an NFA. I'd have so much money that I'd have just paid off Pelosi. And that's a lot of money. So anyway, I put in here in spite of the meat loss. So thanks again to Barbecue for that. All right. So uh, not getting into a whole meat conversation. I'm just giving you a thank you. All right. So next is he's I'm giving him another thank you. So we don't have to get into another conversation. But he's also putting out a bunch of videos. In this case, what is a case? So basic information. And there's a lot of people out there that aren't interested in discovering what you need to do to uh, get this kind of basic info. And that means they're going to look around the internet. Now, I don't think I've ever done anything like this because I just never even, it was never my thing. I never thought about it. There's probably other people that have done it for some reason, right? They weren't just doing it because they had nothing else to do. They were doing it for part of a bigger project, for part of a series, for part of their own thing or something. But unless they just happen to be doing it right now, um, most of the time, people that are looking for this kind of info are going to find dated and non-specific results, right? They're going to find things that are maybe part of a bigger, different project or something that just kind of allude to what they're looking for. So uh, not that it's 100% necessary. There's tons of training classes out there that offer this kind of stuff. It is kind of cool to see uh, people putting effort into this. So I didn't even ask him. I'm not, he's got you know his own thing going on, but I didn't... Uh, I don't know if he's doing this in response to something or somebody asked him to or if he just decided to. But again, it's interesting to see people uh, with their projects, with their channels out there, uh, adding to the collective knowledge base, so to speak, and putting out a one minute, 57 second video in 2022 in the, in the main feed. You know, may or may not, I haven't done any kind of research, but you know, may or may not be the only one even doing that. So I think it's pretty neat. Uh, let's see. Barbecue says his he started in 2012. Smeggy's out there. All right. So then I got a link in here to uh, Wilson Combat. I thought this was, I mean, I pretty much watch all their videos, but I don't link to them very often. Uh, they don't need help linking to them. So I don't like to make my uh, newsletter, you know, an hour long of everything I've ever watched. But in this case, it's a little bit different than their normal video. Uh, it's Moss talking to Phil about uh, the evolution of his pistols, which is neat because Bill Wilson, for those that don't know, does, you know, he is a big name in the firearms community, but he's earned that from being involved in competition shooting since back in the, well, since it started. And he talks in this video, which is about 12 minutes long, about the uh, road of him just wanting a part and finding out if he bought 12 parts, you know, he could get it for cheaper and then sell the other 10 or whatever. And then that started a business and persistence in that turned into being Wilson Combat, which is one of the bigger companies. And right now, the last time we looked, every occasionally we'll go through and see how large the different firearms companies are on YouTube or how many uh, subscribers a uh, gun channel might have. And Wilson Combat is one of the largest channels on YouTube in the industry. 
So there's definitely gun channels that are bigger that just show off and play around. But in the industry, being a business, it's like the largest or one of, he's either the largest or one of the largest if somebody's passed him. But I'm pretty sure we, last time we looked, he was the largest, Bill Wil or Wilson Combat was the largest uh, YouTube channel, uh, branded company YouTube channel. All right, so then uh, AZ Firearms has a bunch of different ammo, and they did this video uh, kind of alluding to, well, this is a video, I guess I posted the picture from a video where they just opened up a box that was only two minutes long, but the video that I linked to is longer than that. It might be 10 minutes, and it's them kind of going through the auction house where all the ammo is. And when I went there the other day, it was kind of all piled on each other. So they kind of moved it all around so you could get better video of it. And gives you an idea of how much ammo they've got there. Uh, surplus and collectible and bulk. It kind of depends on, you know, a giant old ammo can of surplus ammo. You know, do you consider that a collectible? Do you consider that bulk ammo? You know, question mark. Uh, so... I threw in here, since we're kind of talking stuff here for the last couple of links, I put in Chris's video from uh, this kind of middle of the week. He posted a video about his new camera, which is kind of neat. I don't usually watch these videos. I'm sure other people have posted them, but I always see that people have whatever fancy cameras, and I don't really pay that much attention, so it worked for me. I haven't watched one of these from anybody before, so if you want to find out straight to the point tells you all the stuff about it without trying to sell it to you and without standing halfway across the room with the camera being a tiny dot on the screen uh everything i like about a camera review you get for 12 minutes there if it's not the camera for you i don't know i mean i'm sure it's an expensive camera it's all fancy uh i don't know if we talked about the price in there then we had the mouse party on wednesday throw that out there i might have mentioned this last week but i'm posting it again Allen Anchor is lubricating their robot. I think it's better, especially in the month where Skynet goes self-aware, uh, to let a robot rust up. You know, uh, you can, I don't know, everybody to their own, but I think it's kind of crazy to lub lubricate your robot. Then uh, we had Team House. Now, I don't think anybody else did any uh, stuff. Mike drop might have done something but he has hardly ever does military stuff anymore so i don't i his his podcast is lower on my priority team house is always top on my priority i listen to him every friday and uh combat story though i think he's gone a couple of weeks he had something planned for tomorrow looks like it fell through or something happened so uh combat story i haven't had anything to link to and uh two team houses here. This one from last week was really good. And this one from today was pretty good. Uh, this guy was a uh, guy work, uh, doing fire force, they call it, sort of like their fast attack team in the Rhodesian army in the 1970s. So it's sort of a weird African version of Vietnam. It's crazy and horrible. I mean, it's really horrible stuff. So two hours, something like that. It was just ended a little while ago. I think it ends right before Gizzards' show. So most of this stuff gets set up while I'm listening to the team house. Uh, you can't. You, you you really should listen. Some of these ones where they're listening to people from other countries, you may not get as much out of those. They're kind of good, I guess. 
but there's some that talk to the veterans from this country. I would highly recommend you check some of these things out for inspiration and awareness. Uh, people that have never even, you know, been around enlisted folks just don't understand some of the stuff that crazy, crazy stuff that happens. So when you just listen to enlisted folks or people that are veterans, I guess, talking to each other, uh, they just casually talk about some stuff that uh, can be eye-opening to people that don't. Let's just imagine if you talk to a bunch of cops or if you listen to a bunch of paramedics talk to each other or a bunch of emergency room doctors talk to each other, they're going to have uh, different kind of conversations. So this is glimpses into that aspect of the bigger picture. And I don't mean gory stuff necessarily, but a lot of times political stuff the uh, bureaucracy, uh, the way that information gets disseminated and back and forth through the chain of command, like that kind of stuff is super eye-opening. And again, the same way that knowing about how to talk about suicide awareness and suicide prevention can make us more effective as being Second Amendment advocates, understanding how the infrastructure and the bureaucracy and the chain of command and the, uh, the, the what am I trying to say, the uh, the way that they acquire uh, gear and stuff. The, anyway, all the infrastructure of the military that you can discover in these interviews, super useful, super, super useful. So if you've got the time to do it, I can give you, a, 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 I've done a couple of like the best ofs and I'll do more of those in the future to get let you narrow in on some of the best interviews. And uh, especially like the best of from a two-way point of view, some of these are people that have done military or police work in the realms that we are being uh, you know, club, club, clubbed with, you know, clubbed over the head with. All right. So uh, the two good interviews over there, then it's going to get crazy. So if I told you earlier, you got to get something to drink because it's going to be a good one. So I discovered Ed Manifesto, Ed, Ed Manifesto, Ed's Manifesto, Ed Calderon has a, uh, been doing cool stuff on Instagram for a while. If you watch the Instagram post and stuff from Ed's channel, he does interesting stuff. He's very practical, very realistic. So much more CIA than U.S. Army Rangers or SEALs, right? Much more, let's just get the thing done rather than let's figure out what kind of fancy gear we would need to get the thing done. So very practical, very efficient, and very, uh, I don't know what the words to say, spiritual. Like he's definitely unique in that respect, in that respects too. So his, his uh, podcast is going to be a must listen for me, at least for a while. Um, really looking forward to more of these. Everything about it is uh, his complete different flavor. So he starts off having one uh, first... Uh, what was that, two hours almost, his first interview. He brings on a guy who's a, let's just call him a cartel gang uh, rapper. So like the effect uh, equivalent of a gangster rapper, except for the cartels. And this guy lived a life and then sang about it. He got busted when Ed was a cop by Ed at one time. And then once they both kind of retired from that whole life, they've met again and become friends and they kind of talk in this about how their lives are two, you know, two things that intertwine and, and go back and forth. G23 said he got the envelopes. Yeah. Thanks dude. And sorry, I, there's a ton of stuff in there. Cause I had been putting stuff over there and putting stuff over there. There's probably a mailing label in there. I mean, probably I didn't really 
anyway, so yeah, thanks for your patience with all that too. So the first one with Kun, Kun, I don't know how to say his name. That guy was interesting. You may not dig it because it's a lot of um, like Tijuana Mexican gangster stuff in there that you might not dig, uh, but interesting. Then the second one, holy moly, this one was amazing. So Demolar uh, is this project from Mexico talking about uh, the drug war and the history of the relationships in, in Mexico and the United States. Amazing. Super awesome. We're going to be talking about it more in a second here. And then his Ed's Manifesto's third guest is Yusuf Badu, the dude who was born in Kuwait, moved to the United States when he was six, moved back to Kuwait just in time for uh, the, the tower, the 9-11 to happen, moved back to the United States, became a Marine. And if you've heard the book, heard of the book left of bang that's him so he was a marine and then as the marines were going through the global war on terror and started to figure out how not to die good you know better he was one of the people who would give the marines the awareness and uh training to uh not die and it's really practical perfect match for a conversation with that it's only two hours it could should be way longer and uh just super cool. Anyway, he wrote the book Left of Bang. Bang is the thing that happens, the explosion, the fight, whatever. The thing that happens that's bad. Most people react to the thing that's bad. That would be the right of bang. His deal is the left of bang. What can you do to anticipate and react before the thing happens so it never happens? Really interesting, really cool philosophy and really awesome conversations. So six hours but come on, man, this is some good stuff. Um, definitely worth checking out two and three for sure. If you dig Mexican gangsters and a little bit of cartel stuff, then maybe one, but it's up to you. Then, so I listened to Demolaire and I was hooked. I'm done. Like I subbed everything and I'm waiting. So she's got season or episode number one, Rise of Opium Trafficking in Mexico. Then, Episode two is part one of marijuana trafficking in Mexico. Part three is part two of Mexico of marijuana trafficking in Mexico. I don't know what part three, four is going to be. I think it's going to be. Oh, no, I do know. Is it going to be? No, I don't know. It's probably going to be meth or fentanyl or something, but it's going to they're going to actually going to cover all the different things on the war on drugs. Uh, I thought I knew about the war on drugs until I listened to this. For example, let's go over and look at this uh, poll. How are we doing with the poll? 18 votes so far. It's not really 20 votes, but I'm going to do something here. So we're going to get rid of the poll here. So I'm going to go ahead and end the poll at 18 votes. So great week for 2A, 28%. Good week for 2A, 28%. Okay week for 2A, 39%. Bad week for 2A, 6%. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So feel free to justify your position on that one if you want to. I'm going to quickly shove. Oh, shit. I don't think I can shove that into here. It's too big. Let's see how big it is. Can we shove it in here? 
go down to the bottom. Oh, I got about 400 characters I can still cram in here. Oh yeah, we crammed that in there, no problem. Oh, so um, I'm gonna put up another poll here real quick to supplement this poll or to supplement what I'm about to talk about here. I don't know how many people are still awake and kicking. Feel free to say something if you're still awake and kicking. I don't think anybody else bought anything at the store. Let me go refresh. So more than likely, Barbecue's just going to be able to pick whatever he wants. Uh, let's see. Just had an idea last year when we had 10 million non-gun owners come into firearms community. Just wanted to do a series where people could look up what many would call a stupid question that would cause people to belittle the person asking such trivial questions. Oh, okay. So uh, that's barbecue's motivation for doing the kind of basic question videos. I guess I'll accept that. I don't, I don't agree with you, but I'll accept your answer. Um, we're going to go over and ask another question. Which country started the war on drugas, drugas? So there's a country out there, or maybe it's our country. We don't know. Is it the USA? I bet you a lot of you think it's the USA. Did they start the war on drugs? I'm talking about the first country to do it. Was it Holland, where they make tulips, which are drugs? Was it uh, Afghanistan? Okay, I can't spell that. So Afghan is what I'm going to say. And then... Or was it Mexico? Uh, Afghan. There we go. Istan. Did I get it? Yeah. So go ahead. What do you think started? Who? Which country? And you don't have to say what year. But which country started the war on drugs? Was it the USA? Was it the Holland? Was it the Afghanistan? Or was it the Mexico? You can vote. Oh, everybody started typing stuff in there. You got actual votes over here. You can vote. Or unless y'all are saying where you are. So I guess barbecue is, it barbecue is calling in or is chatting with us from Afghanistan today. Echo is in Colombia. And G23 is down in El Salvador. Barbecue was in China earlier today, from what I understand. But here's the thing. If you guys got all that money to travel around the world, why don't you spend a little money on 2A? What's up with that? Come on. Come on, man. So we're going to let people vote here. We got one vote for USA, USA, that's what we call it. It's how it's pronounced in this country. Mexico, 33%. Afghanistan, 17%. So um, this was awesome. Like, I highly recommend these. They're not that long. They're like half an hour long or something. Not enough time. They're amazing. I learned so much stuff in these. So cool. So cool. So, so cool. All right. Then, because uh, I thought I knew everything. You know what it's like when you know everything and then you learn some stuff? Really cool. All right. So then we have Every Second Matters. It was a pretty decent week this week. Um, invited in 33 Second Amendment activists and people that started the whole thing. I think it's about, I think Echo's seen the list. I, I think it's like, maybe 10 or 12 people that started the whole thing and then and those are people that can hold their own in a chat and like have conversations and not just you know 
either sit there or say everything the whole time. And then it's like the 30, the rest of the uh, list is people that have either never joined before or that join on very irregularly or whatever, very rarely. Right. So, uh, Oh, snap. I did get another one from, uh, G23. Thank you very much for ordering from the store. So that means that barbecue now has a little bit of, uh, competition tonight. Uh, I should also put in here, and I forgot to, I'm going to put in here real quick so I don't forget. We're going to be doing a super chat. Thank you. So nobody has to super chat. This is all the super chats of the month. Every Friday, though, I just want to thank people that have super chatted uh, by giving away some stuff on this show every week. But uh, I'm just making that note for me to be able to not forget it by putting this little thing on there. There we go. All right. So, um Every Second Matters was a good one. I invited a bunch of people. Brooke showed up. Toby showed up. Um, Jake showed up. Uh, Echo showed up. What, Barbecue and DJ? I don't know who else showed up. Some other, maybe other people showed up. And then we, are, we were going to have some other people show up. I wanted to get into it. But then I ended it at an hour instead of making it many hours, which I don't know. Going and looking for some feedback on that. Um, I don't really like cutting it in an hour. It's just that it kind of worked because the people that were the guests at the top of the screen there were all kind of jumping off. And I didn't have a bunch of people who had said, oh, I'm going to show up at the end. Most everybody said, oh, if I can get there, it'll be at the beginning because of the way I scheduled the show on Tuesday. So anyway, I went off air in an hour, right at about an hour. And uh, even though the conversation wasn't necessarily, I didn't cut anybody off, I don't think. But we also could have had lots of other stuff to talk about. Anyway, it was a calculation, and we'll never know if anybody else showed up. But then I suspect, um, oh, thanks, Barbecue did throw Super Chan in there. Appreciate that very much, in fact, because he also purchased something over at the store. So, um, like I say, it was a pretty decent conversation, and maybe cutting it off in an hour will get people to jump in instead of doing the long format where people just assume, oh, it's always a long show. I'll jump in at the end. So I don't know. Uh, Part of the problem is the, doing it on the second of the month. And it's an opportunity and a challenge because we don't get to pick what day the second of the month is. Like G23 saying he was at work. So um, what can you do? Like that's, that's the calendar determines the day. Uh, anyway, so then uh, Ghost had his show and that turned out to be a weird one because he had some uh, somebody call in. It was having some issues and then some other stuff happened. So. Uh, he ended up being away for most of the show, but I think we talked about Every Second Matters a bit on there. Also, Artak posted uh, in his video, he mentioned Every Second Matters on a video that went live on, a, on the Tuesday. So thanks for that. I didn't post everybody's Instagrams in here, but I'll probably bring those up. I throw the Instagrams into their own folder over on Instagram. I throw the Every Second Matters into their own folder on Instagram. And uh, on Sundays, when we go through Instagram, we'll probably take a look at those and say thanks to the people that are trying to keep the project alive, the campaign going. Uh, let's see. So then we got, and this was cool because Artac did it in the middle of another video, right? So that's what it's all about, like reaching out and getting people out there, ghosted it as part of his live sh sh uh, project, like his live, his weekly live show. Uh, then we got the different radio shows that happened. So... Toby went live three times this week with the Cape Gunworks project. One with the Grace Curley show he does on Tuesday. He did his normal Wednesday show, but then 
I guess he's got some vacation coming up, so he's banking a couple of shows. He's did a couple of extras. Well, he's going to do an extra show this week and an extra show next week. Uh, so uh, in one of those shows, he mentioned something that we kind of talked about in Every Second Matters, which is, you know, there's ladies' night at ranges. How come there's not veterans' night? Uh, I don't think I'm inventing that. I think there are ranges that have veterans' nights, but, you know, why isn't that normalized? Why isn't uh, go into the range... Uh, why isn't there friendly competition between branches or something? Or like, why isn't there, or there could be uh, opportunity there for veterans to show scouts or youngins who are interested, right? How to not just shoot, but maybe march or manual of arms or whatever you, I forget what you call it. I think it's just marching. What do they call it? Drill? I think it's drill. When you fiddle around with a rifle, I think it's just called drill. So, uh, you know, but you have to learn all that when you're a little kid. When you learn that stuff when you're a little kid, it's like skateboarding. Like, I could probably fiddle around with a grand right now just because of all the parades I was in when I was a little kid. So you don't learn that by your mom teaching you unless your mom was in the parade doing drill. You'll learn that from somebody who was in a parade doing it. So that's the kind of stuff that, uh, you know, opportunities for veterans there. So anyway, Toby does this uh, deal. He participates in a deal where a bunch of veterans get together once a year, I guess. They play golf and they go shoot. 96 of them will be shooting at the range and they're going to have different, I put more details over on YouTube, but they're going to have like different type of shooting and different, uh, which I think like not lanes, but uh, different heats like the, they'll be shooting one after another kind of thing. So anyway, pretty interesting. And uh, from what Toby was saying, uh, he's been doing it for a while and the veterans get a lot out of it. The families dig it, you know, lets them have basically the range to themselves to do their thing. G23 is saying drilling, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not supposed to talk about that on here. Uh, let's see. So then we had Eye on the Target Radio. Uh, they were also at Detroit. Uh, so riding shotgun with Charlie was with them. Amanda Suffolk was hosting the show. And then uh, Paul was also in Detroit with everybody. So the three of them were running the show live. Um, I've made them a note. I don't know if they, they didn't really respond to the note, but uh, interesting, you know, they're not, uh, nobody's a hundred percent. I mean, the organizations that bring in tens of millions of dollars can't hire people to do stuff professionally. So we're watching, the people that are doing stuff part-time do their thing. And at least they're doing it from the road and it worked and the audio was good. I don't know where DJ's at, but I think he was there watching it. Like, you know, they're getting better. They're not staying consistent. They're not getting better really fast. They're not getting better as if they were watching anyone on YouTube that taught you how to get better. But, you know, we've got it happening and no one else is there. Again, I posted this over on Instagram last week but i'm going to bring it up again if you're getting at all anxious from reading headlines do any of those headlines mention what rick ector accomplished last weekend in detroit no because they're not paying attention to that shit they don't give a shit they're just trying to get everybody upset and stressed out so uh going back over here oh no wrong one going back over here uh then we get to Come and talk it. Uh, another of the radio shows that I try to feature each week. I didn't put uh, the last one in here, but I guess I try to feature four of them each week. Not just randomly four, but there's four that I feature each week. This week, uh, the come and talk it wasn't all that awesome. It was interesting, but uh, 
I listen to this one back and forth at the same exact time as I on the target. So they both get 50% of my attention. Uh, it was okay. They were just talking about news of the day. So I don't listen to news of the day, but I do listen to a couple of shows that talk about news of the day. Locked and Loaded do. They give me the news of the day from the perspective of however old they are, little kids, right? Listening to youngins talk about news of the day is interesting. And then when I listen to, where'd it go? Come and Talk It, who's my age, talking about news of the day, owns a gun shop, is in Texas. Like I get a whole different spin on news of the day here together. That's I'm done. I don't have to listen to news of the day. So that's my strategy. Then we get uh, our shows. So this little line denotes a change in topic. We get to our shows. We did one yesterday where we tried to list every type of firearms training opportunity there is. So if you check that out and you find something that we didn't list, let us know. And next time we try something like that, we will include it. Uh, posted a couple of shorts. I've been playing with shorts over on the YouTube. If we went back over to the YouTube and I just went out of here already and went to my plain old YouTube, I'm not going to show you. But if you're interested in knowing why shorts are so good, they're good. Then I've uh, been playing around with that. And then we uh, posted some, what are these things called? Polls over there. How are we doing on time? Yeah, we're doing pretty good on time too. So I figured, I didn't know if we would be able to deal with these polls because of how long I usually go, but I felt like this would be a shorter show today. Yep, we got a couple of y'all, but y'all are behaving, so it's okay. I uh, found a great Vietnamese restaurant today. Nice. All right, so then I bet you uh, a Vietnamese restaurant in Oregon is going to be better than some Vietnamese restaurants because there's a whole bunch of people that don't get very far from the coast, right? Because that's going to remind them of whatever island they're from or whatever. Or I guess I'm thinking of an island country, Vietnam is more of a peninsula. So maybe they're not going to be so much in the seafood or whatever. But I was just thinking people that come from an island might uh, stick around the ocean instead of digging inland. And then uh, you're going to get more authentic food. But then I've seen some, I'm getting off topic. So then we get to uh, these polls. So we posted these over on YouTube, and I just thought I would uh, attempt cramming them into the end of this show. As I mentioned, there's a little bit of extra content over on the Patreon one this week because I can jam more stuff in there. And I didn't know how many people would be showing up and being active. Right now, we only got a couple of people being active. Gunpowder's out there. Echo showed up, and I don't think I missed anybody else who's out here hanging out. Brian and Smeggy. So thanks everybody for showing up. But uh, I didn't know how much. Oh, and then Roy, of course. I didn't know how much. Uh, last week was pretty crazy. Everybody was in here rocking and rolling. So I left this stuff in here just in case we ended up having some sort of uh, competition or debate or something at the end. But I did post some stuff and I was listening to some chat and they were talking about firearms instructors. I've got a couple of other polls on this in this direction that I'll be posting. But in this one, it made me just made me uh, I decided to ask the poll because I was curious. Uh, what is it? What's the worst thing that a, a CCW firearms instructor, not any other kind of firearms instructor, but what's the worst thing that a CCW firearm instructor could be like or do during class? So I put in here, calling everything they see a weapon or every gun a weapon, uh, knowing everything about everything all the time, 
Next one, having a solution to every problem in their giant bag. Like, oh, you got a squeak? Here, I got oil for that. Oh, you lost your earplugs? Here, I got one earplug. Oh, you need a Kleenex? Here's a Kleenex. You know, like that kind of thing. Uh, uses too much accurate jargon. You know, so everything is accurate all the time to the point where people don't understand what's being said anymore. Uh, has rules for everything. And that's, you know, the whatever you call it. Like, the, oh, we have a procedure for that or here's the checklist for that so anyway most people i don't know what you're going to pick but most people are picking at this point by a landslide know-it-alls so everybody that knows everything about everything is the worst thing about an instructor next has rules for everything and then came in being too accurate and calling everything a weapon nobody cares if they got a big bag of stuff like a big solution bag to everything to me, that kind of gets weird to me. But um, worst trait is being obsessed with 1911s. I haven't met too many that are like that, but I guess that could be annoying. Uh, let's see. So then I also posted a little earlier in the week. Here's another strategy that no one has had the balls to put out there. What if we just give up 9mm for nine years? voluntarily like it's a compromise everybody loves a compromise everybody wins with a compromise so who's with me we give up nine millimeter for nine years the antis will think that it's a win because that horrible caliber is gone nobody even uses anymore and we'll consider it a win because everybody can use decent calibers again and we don't have nine millimeter around so it's basically win-win so i went to ask that to the internet to the youtube side and Somehow it's broke or something because a bunch of people picked this last one. So it, they probably read it wrong or maybe they're just all that desperate. Maybe they it's a bunch of junkies. You know, they, they've laced the fentanyl in there or something and they have to vote for it. They, they're itching their arms and voting for it, wiping their noses and, and voting for it. I don't know. But that one, that one was disappointing. Next, we have... Uh, some Instagram pictures that I figured out how to cram them into YouTube and make them into a poll. So I think we talked about this one maybe last week, or maybe we talked about this next one last week. I think this one we talked about last week. The uh, pair of 45 ACPs, the old Smith & Wesson revolver, or no, Colt revolver in, in 45 ACP, along with its brother, sister, I don't know what it is, 1911. Those are both from World War I. That 45 uses moon clips. Or a Mac 10 and 45 ACP, or I don't really remember what this thing is. It is a conversion revolver of some sort from back in the olden days. So it used to be black powder and then it was converted into cartridges. Or like back in the old days, like not modernly, but back in the day. Or this pump action AK in 223. So it's a 223 AK 47 that's pump action instead of semi auto. I never should have sold it, but I had to sell it back when I was, well, I'm still poor. So, but Gunpowder is saying it's annoying when you ask a question and the instructor acts like they don't want to teach and just says, do you have a phone? Google it. Oh man, that would be bad. That sounds like a teacher who's hooked on the nine millimeter would say. So on this poll, somehow everybody picked the two guns. I guess I can understand it because they get two guns. Then a whole bunch of votes for the pump action. AK makes no sense. Whole bunch of votes for this revolver, which is probably worth like 1300 bucks. So I don't think that was the one to pick. And then 
not that many votes for a full auto Mac 10 and 45 ACP. That's a full auto Mac 10. I don't know if you can tell from that picture, but you probably can if you know what you're looking at. That front pin is a, is the uh, selector, I think. I don't know if a regular Mac 10 has it or not, like a semi-auto has it or not, but that one is a Mac 10, a full auto. And you would know because I only have a certain amount of pictures of these things, and that is a full auto. But uh, that's the one I would have picked. That's probably worth like eight grand. I don't think these are worth eight grand. Plus, it's a full auto Mac 10. Of all the guns to shoot full auto, Mac 10s are first unique and some of the funnest. Uh, they're kind of like having a ninja motorcycle, I guess. They're not useful for much, but they are useful for a couple of things, and they're super fun. They're just fun to go drive around. All right, so now we're going back to this one. I don't think we've done this one on the show. So this is also from Instagram. You got your Chinese AK. You got your Smith & Wesson 44 Magnum with Smith & Wesson 44 Magnum ammo, branded Smith & Wesson ammo from back in the day because they don't make it anymore. Uh, a Sega 12 gauge with a Tromix conversion to make it into a crank. And yes, that is a folding stock behind there. So whoever didn't vote for this one didn't vote for a folding stock 12 gauge AK. It's not full auto, but it is an SPS. And then an old Remington revolver. That Remington revolver is probably worth like 800 bucks, I guess. Maybe a little bit more than that, maybe. Nobody wants them. Nobody likes Remington revolvers. Uh, the Chinese AK is probably worth 1500 or more, 2100 I don't know what a Smith & Wesson's worth, but it won. Chinese AK came in second. Remington came in third. And the Sega Tromix conversion, which probably costs, I don't know, three grand, came in last. Makes no sense. It is 12-gauge AK, which is pointless, but it is a fun little gun. Um, so there you go. So a bunch of different polls. I thought there was another one. Yeah, this other one is harder to read, but I was just playing around in my metrics, playing with those shorts and stuff, and notice that the cities, it tells you what cities people are watching your videos from, and I don't pay attention to this stuff normally, so it's not like I care, but it showed me the, the order. It showed me which cities, how many people were watching from each city. So it made me wonder. I wonder if people know or care, right? So I made a poll, which city do we get the most views from on our YouTube channel? And then I told people, once we get a whole bunch of votes, I'll post the results so that, you know, it's not, I don't post the results five minutes after I ask the question. So I waited a little while till we got a hundred and something votes. And everybody, you can see on there, everybody voted for Dallas, 54% Dallas, 22% Los Angeles, 15% New York, and then a tie between Chicago and Philadelphia. So I don't know what you would have thought most people that watch our videos are from, but everybody thought everybody was in Dallas. And I don't even know that many people from Dallas. I know one guy from Dallas that watches this, maybe two people from Dallas. But anyway, uh, what in reality, it is California is the most, Texas is the second, Florida is the third. I don't know what Dallas is. Oh, Illinois is the fourth. Michigan is the fifth. Then New York, Ohio, North Carolina, Arizona. How the hell is Arizona so low? And then Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Washington State. 69 people in Washington State. Well, on what I don't remember what time frame this was, but you know, it's representative of whatever. And then in that same time frame that 60 people came from 
Washington, 958 came from California. So it's like, I don't know, I can barely read these numbers because it's a pretty bad screenshot, but like 950 from California, I think it says 800, or maybe it says 900 from Texas, and then it drops to 300 from Florida. So it's definitely a majority from Texas and California that watch our channel in whatever the time period this was, like some recent time period. It was either 90 days or 60 days or 10 days or seven days. I don't know, whatever the time period was by default is uh, whatever I was looking at. So I don't know if anybody cares about interesting. So I made a post of it. I guess I also been playing with some shorts and I posted to this old Ninja Glock video from 2009. So we're going to throw this up for everybody who has not seen our old stuff. So I'm thinking back in 2009, we were fairly new to YouTube and I was already sick of nine millimeters and the debate from back in the forum days. So I had a video and I could make videos. I mean, I had a camera and I could make videos. This is a video I made one day and it has 691,000 views and it's called Ninja Clock. Ninja weapons, we now bring the Ninja Glock to light. Uh, we're going to be taking a look at a completely plastic weapon. This is new issue, Ninja quality. What we're looking at is a Glock with infrared light and cutting laser. We've got night vision infrared thermal optics. We've got both suppressed nuclear tungsten uh, rounds, which are capable of firing at a fully automatic rate of fire. We also have the completely 100% plastic, poisonous plastic rounds, which of course can go through any metal detector and are also capable of firing at a fully automatic rate of fire. Um, these are 100 round magazines. Um, going to some of the features of the Ninja Glock, um, we see that it has the infrared light, which you see here, only visible when we're using night vision. And next, they have the cutting laser, capable of cutting through any material on Earth instantly. Uh, we also have the infrared thermal optic with flip-up covers so that the lenses don't get scratched and illuminated mill dot holographic red dot so basically looking through this tube um will actually let you see through into the future so you'll know where your round is going before you've even fired it's an engine technique uh, below that are the infrared night vision sights uh, basically if any of these three dots are in a row has to do with astronomy or some ninja technique and again makes the bullet go where it needs to go. Uh, you'll see that it's completely pimped out with chrome accessories because, you know, that's how ninjas roll. And it also has a wide mouth here because that's how ninjas also roll. Um, one last feature on this ninja block, of course, is the ninja cutouts. A lot of people wonder what those are for. Of course, they're there to... Um, Basically, the ninja would play these ninja cutouts like a flute. You would put your fingers over there, 
and that would cause the bullet to maybe steer left or right in its path. So, hope you enjoyed the tour of this ninja block. Not available in any stores. Perhaps if you know a ninja, you might be able to have one built by that ninja. That was made on Microsoft Windows back in the day. 691,000 views, and you had to sit there watching it, and 691 other thousand people had to watch that thing. So you're like, well, you can't put a bad video up on the internet and people aren't going to watch it. Yeah, they'll watch it. Just put stuff up there. People will watch it. All right, so uh, that was an old video. Let's go back to the post. So which country started the war on drugs? 58% of the voters today, people watching live, said the United States. 8% say Holland. 8% say Afghanistan. And 25% say uh, Mexico. Guess what? Mexico started the war on drugs. Yep. What drug did Mexico start the war on drugs about? So we'll end the poll. So now you know that Mexico... Not the United States, but Mexico started the war on drugs. From what I understand, according to what I know, which, I always put this, which drug did Mexico uh, ban first? Kind of obvious. Well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Is it? Nicotino, however you say nicotine in Spanish, or is it alcoholio? Alcoholio. Is it marijuana? Or is it opimio? Uh, I wrote these in Spanish. However, what they are actually is nicotine or, or tobacco, alcohol, any alcohol, marijuana or opium. You're allowed to answer in English if you want. So which drug, knowing that Mexico, Mexico, started the, oh, I forgot to put cocaineo in there. Dang it. I should have put cocaineo in there. Cocaineo comes from South America, though, so that wasn't in Mexico at the time. Here's the deal. You know, one of the things I learned is uh, whenever they figured out opium and figured out it was a painkiller, they didn't. We didn't in America didn't want the United States did not want to be dependent on stupid ass Turkey for that because they're a bunch of jerks all the time, right? And it's way over there. So we took and put poppies in Mexico because that's where they grow good. And we paid people in Mexico, I forget, uh, the one, the, where all the cartels are from. Um, you'll know, the one where all the cartels are from, down there where Mexico makes kind of like a bend. We went down there, the urban agriculture or whoever, and was like, hey, can you grow a crap ton of opium for us? And they're like, yeah, okay. And then they started growing opium for us so that we would have drugs, like we would have, you know, whatever that is. Uh, codeine and all the things, all the de all, all the odines are from opium. 
So we started opium production in Mexico intentionally so that we would have it on this hemisphere. And I bet you we wouldn't have bothered if we could grow it here. It's just that we probably figured it's easier to grow it where it wants to grow instead of up here where it's tough to grow it. I didn't know about that. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll stop it at 10 votes so we don't go all night long here with the uh, drug test. <laughs> you're all being drug tested. Did you realize that you're all being internet drug tested right now? Oh, gunpowder said peyotio. Uh, peyote was used by the uh, the um, uh, indigenous uh, people and peoples in Mexico. So as far as I know, most people in Mexico did not go after peyote. Um, we got to wait for one more vote. Although OPMEO is the one that's winning this one. All right. So the real deal is marijuana because from what I've listened to on the internet, and it has to be right because I listened to it on one podcast. Um, back in the olden days, the Catholics didn't like that non-Catholics were smoking marijuana and they considered that worshiping the devil, right? At least that's what I told on the podcast. So, because you know how many people in Mexico are Catholic? Uh, a lot of people in Mexico are Catholic. So they did not like the idea that smoking marijuana was worshiping the devil, yo. So they made it illegal. And that was the beginning of the war on drugs. And then the United States was up there like, hey, we need this for ropes and for whatever. We're minding our business. And then they're like, hey, you know what? Make that illegal. And it's for all these reasons. It's awesome. And they're like, fuck yeah, let's make it illegal. That's awesome. So then we've been living with the stupid war on drugs because, you know, everybody, prof well, all the government profits all over the place when you do a war on drugs. So, yeah, I didn't know about that. So if you want to hear more about that kind of awesome stuff, head over to going up a little bit. This this one right here, the Moliere. Awesome. Awesome podcast. The opium one was also interesting. I learned a bunch of stuff like what I just said about how we started the whole opium thing in Mexico. And then it's all about how this and that and the other and hippies and oh, it's awesome. Really, really good stuff. All right. Well, with that, I guess we're wrapping it up. Oh, what am I saying? We have to first, I need to go over here and do, if you don't want to hear about any more 2A stuff, you can leave. But if you have super chatted this month, then feel free to stick around. Or if you're barbecue or G23, feel free to stick around. Or if you're interested in which one of them two are going to fight it out to win patches, then feel free to stick around. Otherwise, you can leave. Because um, we're just going to be doing stuff amongst ourselves here for a little while. So I guess I'll thank the people who are listening as a podcast, because you may or may not be listening to the rest of this, if it's interesting to you or not. Uh, we do try to go live each Monday or each weeknight at midnight in order to focus on different elements of our community, our industry, and our culture. Uh, we call it the Daily Gun Show because, like a gun show, we try to have a little bit of all the stuff that goes on. There's a lot of stuff happens at a gun show. A lot of stuff is represented, and we attempt to do something similar to that in our show. Of course, it's 1,300-something episodes, so we're not new to this, and I don't get paid to like everything in the world, so I don't. So we definitely have some focus over here, but uh, we appreciate you sticking around and with our, ah, what am I clicking on over here? I'm trying to talk and type and it's not working. 
Um, we appreciate you sticking around and listening to this in the future. If you're listening as a podcast or on one of those video hosting platforms, I noticed video hosting platform forms I mentioned before, then please feel free to comment over there next time you go grab them. I'm assuming most people that listen to uh, podcasts and these kind of long format audios uh, or watch this stuff in the future, you're grabbing them and, and listening to them later. So I'm encouraging you next time you go to grab them, give us a comment, give us a like or a thumbs up. It helps our uh, ranking and the whatever system it lets us get in front of more people. And that is our goal. We're not doing this for shits and giggles. We're doing this to get reach for all the stuff that we linked over here. I'm scrolling on the screen past all of this valid stuff that we talked about for the last hour or something. Our goal is to get that out in front of people. Most of the people that I'm linking to are basically not good at this stuff. And I'm not that much better, but I'm bigger than them. And I'm willing to spend time each week to help push it out there. So if you're out there hearing it and appreciating it, then you know what? Complete the circle. Let us know. And you know what's at the bottom of this whole thing? And we're going to ask you to do it at the very end. Call your freaking senator. Be part of the system. Be part of the mechanism. If they are voting with you, then say thank you. If they're voting against you, be part of the numbers that show that they're not doing what you want. You don't go to the range and shoot one bullet and go, I'm an expert or I'm selling this gun because I'm not an expert. You go to the range and you shoot. And you acknowledge how you did that day and you go home and you add that to your experience and you go back to the range again and you do that again and you do that again. And eventually you become better and eventually you understand your gun and eventually you understand and you get better. And that's part of what we're doing here in our civic, in our, right? I think that's the right word, in our civic uh, fight. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't want to say obligation, but it's probably civic responsibility or something. I was trying to talk and type here as I look around. I think I found all the super chats, though. So uh, I am going to leave it on the call your senator thing there, but I'm also going to flip over to random.org, which is the one I like to use. It's a decent random, random number generator. Maybe I'll make my own random number generator one day instead of using this one all the time. But I like this one. Let's see. So this month... Oh, we've only had one super chat this month. So we're going to go into last month. Let's grab all these ones from the last when everybody went nuts on the 30th. Holy crap, are this many just from the 30th? Y'all were crazy on the 30th. So we went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen of which barbecue is more than one of those. So everybody went nuts on the 30th, adding, whoop, adding barbecue to it. <clears throat> we now have a random one going up for number five. I'm starting at, well, it doesn't really matter because neither one of them hits barbecue that way. So I'm going to start at the beginning, which would be one, two, three, four, uh-oh, five. This person is in the room right now. This person super chatted $17.17. Thank you very much. On whatever day July 30th was when everybody went nuts super chatting. This person is also one of the people who's about to be fighting for patches. So G23, congratulations. 
are we going to do this? Why don't we jump over back to Instagrams and just ask you which of the packages you'd like for the super chat random win? Uh, the tan package, the I'm calling this one the red package, the green package, the blue package, or which one of them four packages? Barbecue, since G23 is picking a package right in front of you and it's got to be driving you nuts, then you get to pick the next package. So we're now waiting for G23 to show us his package, to tell us about his package. No, wait, to tell us which package color he, what color he wants his package. Wait, he's going to tell us a thing. Okay, he said green. So in the green package, we have the wheeled well-armed who i believe was out here earlier if he's not still out here we also have a spam can patch the hungarian spam can patch and an az shape state of the shape of arizona with the arizona flag inside of it except kind of in a green version it was designed to go with multicam but i'll tell you what it didn't go with multicam as good as i would have liked but it's a green version and we have trees here we have uh, border patrol which does sort of a green themed thing and our, a lot of our search and rescue guys like to wear green for whatever reason. And uh, good, good friend. Good, good, good friend of ours. One of the people, we call it the gun website shooting team because we started this whole thing in 2004 and then hung out at the gun shop all the time and then started doing videos. And the guys that were hanging out and doing videos were a team. Like we're a bunch of dudes doing this. And one of those guys is in search and was in search and rescue here in Arizona, Southern Arizona. And, uh, yeah, we wanted to make sure they, that he had a patch for his uniform. And then we may or may not have given him handfuls of them to give the other guys. Uh, so anyway, G23 grabbed this green one. Now we're waiting for Barbecue, who may or may not still be awake out there, to pick which patch batch he wants for being the uh, Free Patch Friday winner. And then... G23 will get to pick another one based off of his purchase and stuff for Free Patch Friday also. Because that's the way we play. Only two people. Oh, he chose brown. So the brown one is americansnipers.org. I don't even know if they still make that one anymore. It's uh, not politically correct. And then we've got a, a Wolverine squared. That's the second version of the Wolverine. An actual Wolverine holding up the AK in PVC. And... Another one of those Arizona shapes, except this one is in tan. So uh, thanks for grabbing that. And now you get back to G23. You can pick another one based off of knowing that barbecue grabbed the brown one. And then I'll be sending out three of these five packages tonight based off of a couple of Super Chats last week and uh, a couple of purchases from the Gear Website Store, which are very much appreciated and Help us do, oh, I guess I gotta leave this open. Help us uh, continue to do what we do. Waiting for. Oh, red, okay. So the red one is Virginia Citizens Defense League, the Battle Buddy 3 gun. And I don't even know where I got this one. I was thinking about keeping it because it's got a dog paw on it, but it says Log Island. Search and Rescue, established 2006. Pretty freaking cool. Only one I had like that, and I'm pretty sure I might know where I got it from. I'll tell you off air one time, but I'm not totally sure. I may have gotten it at SHOT Show. If I got that from somebody at SHOT Show, 
I'm almost positive I didn't. But if somehow I got that from somebody who gave that to me specifically, then I am sorry. But I do not think somebody gave that to me specifically. I think I know where I got it. I don't think I'm slipping, but I don't really remember where I got that one. But anyway, that's a cool one. It's got a dog paw on it. Um, I was going to do this, which lets me do this. And then it also, of course, uh, lets me do this and then this. Uh, and then I can push back over there. We're going to wrap it up at some point here. And then, oh, I guess there's nothing after this. I kind of feel like it's a Wednesday and I've got another show after this. So with that, thanks everybody for showing up. I don't think we have any more polls going. We don't. Uh, we do have, uh, like I say, this, this gets distributed out to different platforms. So feel free to check it out in those different places. Uh, I try to link to the big ones up at the top of this whole thing, which are our blog. Our ground Patreon, our Substack, which is like where the nerds have their own blogs, and then the newsletter. If you like getting this kind of stuff in an email, or if somehow getting it in an email helps you to uh, pass it around or do something with it, then uh, feel free to sign up for that. It's free, but if you don't want it, don't sign up because it costs money to send out a newsletter. And then uh, with that, Echo saying, Good show. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Same to you. At that point, I will flip over to here in front of everybody. I'll flip over to here in front of everybody. Uh, I meant here in front of everybody. I'll flip over to here in front of everybody. I will choose this in front of everybody. Then I'll go down here and I'll type in like this. Uh, in front of everybody. So it just happens right in front of everybody all the time, which is the frustrating part. And then do this. Zero zero is how many so each week uh we have a scroll going at the bottom of the screen and it says something to the effect of thank you to the 148 i think if we were over on patreon over here if we scrolled up a little bit it would tell us oh no it doesn't tell us anymore they move patreon all around but it's like 148 people that make it possible for us to spend the time to do this stuff they pay for the software and the servers so uh we say it in this little scroll at the bottom of the screen, thank you to those Patreons for making it possible for us to do this. And then it says right after that, type this one hashtag in the text for a chance to win a patch. So we got two people now. Let's make it even easier if only two people ever enter. So here's the thing. You can see how right, oh, see, dude, you spelled it with a P instead of a O. You got to retype it. But at this point, it's as if everybody just wants to see these two fight, right? Because nobody's even participating or being part of it or paying attention to be part of what's happening. And then eventually, bar oops, eventually barbecue will hopefully retype that because you spelled it wrong. Speaking of barbecue spelling things wrong, your, uh, your show has a typo in the title, and I can't remember what it is but there's a typo in your title and I think you just keep copying and pasting it all the time. Oh, Gunpowder Beauty is going to steal it away from barbecue. He refuses at this point. He's literally just refusing. Oh no, he did type it right. Okay. Oh, and then pink is in there. Snap. Uh, some people pay attention to their families on weekends because they love them or whatever, but here's what happens when you love your family, you miss out on free patches. It's just a fact of life. Um, but we'll wait if you want to go love your family or whatever. Uh, the rest of everybody is hashtagging right now. A whole bunch of active hashtagging happening right now. 
Oh, yeah, girls can fight in this. We'll mansplain if you're doing it wrong. Uh, should we wait for another one? I don't know. Here's what we'll do. Uh, this thing here says 144. When this thing says 145, which is in about 40 seconds, I'm hitting the button. So I'll leave it here so everybody can see. Why? Well, that gives you something like 30 seconds, which is plenty of time to go to the other channel. We do this on two channels. It gives you time to go to Twitch. Twitch is for the little kids that play the video games. They wiggle their fingers and they yell at each other. They swear and stuff. And then every once in a while, they look around at other channels and boom, they get some Second Amendment. They don't even realize it. It's like when you're eating a chocolate covered cherry. You just think you're eating a candy, but boom, there's a nutritious piece of fruit in the middle of it. Uh, 59, boom, we're hitting the button. Oh, wrong button. Hitting that button. I don't know how many it said. Did it say? Oh, we had five people. Five people. Uh, fighting it out. Oh, and Pink steals it. He kind of just snuck in there. He put his bony finger in there, his bony hand in there, because you didn't see a bony hand coming. And nobody wants to go in there anyway. Once his bony hand is in there, it's all gross. And nobody wants to touch it. He puts his regular hand in there. Yeah, he's got one finger sewn on, but otherwise it's kind of normal. He puts that weird bony hand in there to grab it. Nobody's even reaching. So well done. Well done, Pink. Uh, here's the deal. You can have one of whatever's left. So I don't know what's left. There was the red has been taken. The brown has been taken. I guess technically I didn't include the Daily Gun Show uh, Clover's Hug a Fud, even though Clover never stays awake for the show. Uh, Tony Simons, the chairs against the wall, and the blueberry stripper patch. So you can grab one of those if you want, and then we'll wrap it up. All right, so again, I was uh, kind of thanking everybody for joining us live, I guess, joining, thanking people for jumping in in the future. Oh, a little bit too late there. Patriot, the thing, Patriots get screwed. You know what else is messed up is nobody says anything like, hey, Patriot, the hashtag is up. But uh, the other thing, Patriot could probably get uh, a heads up is when everybody starts typing in the same hashtag. That didn't really happen today. And Pat and barbecue threw you off by throwing in typo. Okay, so Pink wants that blue stripper clip. Right on. Not a problem. So, again, thanks, everybody, for showing up. And, again, I was saying uh, to the people that might be listening to this in the future, be part of the Internet. Let us know you're out there. Uh, call your senators. It's a good week to do that. Pay attention to who's paying attention to what and who's not paying attention to what. We had a lot of interesting stuff happen this week and a lot of people watching the news that's given to them. We had an opportunity this week to lay into the senators to put 1994 to shame. Think about how many people are using imagery, marketing, graphics that emulate 1994 because it brings back nostalgia i guess from when they were little kids how many of them were willing to get on phones and make demands of their representatives like we did in 1990 like i don't say we did so i was not doing it but the people that did in 1994 we definitely didn't emulate that vintage throwback right so we had the potential to do that this week. We had national level organizations that bring in millions of dollars that are telling us to get ready for lawsuits. 
when we have primary elections taking place. I asked in one chat, why do we pay attention to lawsuits and the potential outcomes when we could be paying attention to primaries and who's getting elected? And I was told that the NRA used to do that. So is it that we have a void because someone else did it and we had everybody was playing zones? Or do we not value sending pro-Second Amendment representatives in? Do we not value the game of uh, putting people in with positions to sh show the political strategists where the votes would go and which positions they should value. I think there's a lot of stuff there that could have been going on this week. And we don't have to settle for what we're offered. We only get a couple of people that pay attention to what's important. They're either part-time or they're dancing for the coffee or dancing for the t-shirts. We don't have to keep doing it that way. So thanks for everybody for showing up and have a great weekend. It's not doom and gloom. It's all there. It's an awesome opportunity. We live in a great time. So we'll be back tomorrow to listen to Ask Gun Questions. I'll invite Clover and Tony in again if they're available. Hopefully they'll show up. We'll answer questions. You can go and answer, ask them if you want. Uh, we'll uh, be live on Sunday. Look in the, kind of the view like this on Instagram. And, uh, well, we've got a whole bunch of other projects going on. So there's other people doing stuff. There's lots of stuff to be getting done. Let's go do it. If anybody wants an after chat, let me know. I'll throw a link out there. I'm still awake. Not coffee's kicking in. Oh, wait. I got to click on this first. Ask gun It's 11.59 at Radio Free America. And this is... Cheat. Ninja? Ninja? Ninja! Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at Gearwebsites.com. Episode. That was no lady. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Do 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 do.